Thanks for joining us for a classic edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. Several years ago, this weekly program was recorded at Michael's home studio in Franklin, Tennessee. We got to meet many of Michael's friends and hear about the work of God in the Nashville community and around the world. Though some of the details about guests and ministries may have changed, the powerful lessons from the Bible and the reality of God's faithfulness told in these conversations stand the test of time. This session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn more about the CSB translation online when you visit csbible.com. Listen now to this program from the archives. This is In the Studio with Michael Card. Welcome to this week's edition. I'm Wayne Shepherd, sitting here with Michael in the studio, hence the title of the program. Yeah. See how that works? Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> Our program is all about prayer today. Yeah. Actually, in the second half of the program, we're going to spend time in prayer with our friend Steve Green, who's a neighbor and friend mm-hmm. and brother of yours mm-hmm. here, and also Pastor Denny Denson will be yeah. along to pray with us in the second half. And we're getting ready, helping others get ready for the National Day of Prayer that's coming up. And so we've got Bob Bakke with us. Dr. Bob Bakke has visited with us in Franklin previously and has been on the program with us. Bob, welcome. Well, it's great to be here. It'd only be better if you were sitting here in a chair next to us, Bob. Oh, uh, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> to experience what we're experiencing weather-wise in Tennessee today as we record. So <laughs> you need snow, right? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's springtime, and that means National Day of Prayer, which is coming up on Thursday, May 6th. Right, Bob? That's right. Now, Bob is executive director of the National Prayer Advance for the Evangelical Free Church and also produces the nationally broadcast concert of prayer, which moves around the country, Michael, but this year it will be in New York City oh. with satellite locations in how many places, Bob? Well, they're, they're all over the place. Uh, we have remote locations that will be live on the, on the broadcast from St. Louis, Missouri, um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, Daytona Beach, uh, Actually, the Daytona International Speedway, of all places, um, the Jefferson Memorial uh, in Washington, D.C., and then our site of or- origin, uh, right downtown, midtown Manhattan, uh, at uh, the Salvation Army Centennial Hall. Great place. Mm. Now, there are some international events that are going to be uh, held at the same time. And that's, isn't this the first year you've done that? That's, yeah, we are uh, doing this for the first time, Mark. And, and uh, we're really excited about it. In fact, uh, we're really trying to lay the groundwork for doing something that would cover uh, the earth one day. Uh, so we're putting our feet into the water. Uh, but, but even when we pray for the United States, we, we can no longer think in terms of just the lower 48 mm-hmm. um, or our own 50 states. When we talk about America, we're talking about something which is, which is global. And we have friends and enemies and interests and great dangers everywhere we look across the face of the earth. Mm. And so, for the first time, we're, we're actually reaching out internationally. So someday we'll have to cease calling it the nationally broadcast concert of prayer and call it the globally broadcast concert of prayer. Well, amazing things are happening generated through prayer, and that's why it's always encouraging to talk with Dr. Bob Bakke. Uh, Michael, it's been my privilege to have a part in this broadcast each year. We do the radio part of what goes on mm-hmm. there. This year, uh, the center will be New York City. And, Bob, I can't tell you how excited we are. It's coming up very soon now. So thanks for all the hard work and planning and prayer that you've put into this year's event. 
um, and if you can believe it, Wayne, this is our 11th year together. No, we've been a team I, I have for lost 11 count, years. Bob. We started at Moody, Moody Memorial Church, and we've been crisscrossing the country ever since. And, of course, Michael, you've been a part, too. Yep. Uh, so it, it's been a glorious run. I never imagined it would last this long. Well, why do it, Bob? Well, the the promises of Christ and the promises of the Scripture are, are plain, and you guys are studying that today, and the, the mandates of Jesus to seek Him, uh, because uh, the Lord will respond. Uh, but there's also another promise, and it's found in the, in the Gospel of Matthew, and it has not to do with prayer generally, but a very specific kind of prayer, and that is prayer in agreement. Hmm. Jesus said in Matthew eighteen nineteen that if if two of you would agree, or a small group, or, or if two or three of you were to get together and agree, and the King James says, as touching, as holding this thing between you in common, as one prayer among multiple hearts, and offer it to me as one prayer, that agreement uh, will produce fruit. My Father will give you anything you ask, Jesus said. And the word concert, when we talk about praying in concert, or a concert of prayer, harkens back to this promise of Jesus re- with regard to, to corporate agreement in prayer. So when we do a concert of prayer, what we're doing is agreeing uh, that uh, this country stands in great need of the mercy of Christ, and that we as individuals stand in, in great need uh, of a work of Christ within our hearts. Well, it should be obvious to everyone listening why we want to be a part of something like this, uh, Michael. And, and, and Bob, I, I know that you don't take this lightly. This is a lot of work on your part. A, a lot of very serious prayer goes into this event. What are you hoping will happen in people's lives as they listen? Well, um, I want them to, to feel as if, well, I think Spurgeon said it best, that prayer is the slender nerve that moves the arm of omnipotence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nerve in and of itself is a powerless thing, uh, but when it's, when it's a- activated, it moves great strength. I want them to be encouraged, not only by the presence of God, by the very delight of their Savior in the activity they're involved in that evening, knowing that millions of people will be joining them simultaneously around the country. But I also want them to sense the great encouragement that they have moved the arm of God on behalf of this country. But lastly, we face such great dangers, don't we? We face dangers from without and dangers from within. We face uh, uh, moral issues and the redefinition of certain key things within society, even as we speak. Um, we have a president and an election uh, that hangs in the balance. We, uh, I mean, everywhere you look, you find compelling reasons. So I, I want them to sense that by this thing, they are fully engaged with their creator with regard to the great events of history. Now, it's called the Nationally Broadcast Concert of Prayer. It's coming up this Thursday evening, and it will be nationally broadcast on Christian radio and television all over this country and beyond. But it's much more than a show, Bob. But just give us the highlights of what will happen. And it isn't a show, is it? It's, it's a prayer meeting from beginning to end. Hmm. And um, we, we'll have um, Henry Blackaby, for example, speaking on the issues uh, of, of our need to clean our hearts before God. We'll have uh, Jack Graham uh, from Prestonwood Baptist Church in Dallas uh, actually giving an invitation to receive Christ. Hmm. Uh, we even have a group of, of uh, 
six to eight thousand Peruvians in Lima who will be joining wow. us of all of all things. And, and then we'll move across the country too. And all of us at different sites, uh, whether you're driving in your car through through the through Iowa or across Texas, or you're in your home watching by television, one meeting. We form one meeting from coast to coast oh, across so the nation. Exciting! It really, really is. Well, Bob, our time is gone, but we're going to ask Michael to sing a song that is the appropriate song to sing. It was actually written for the National Day of Prayer, It was. Wasn't it? Uh, I don't know how many years ago it was, but, uh, yeah, it's called Heal Our Land, If My People Who Are Called By My Name. Uh, and I, I hope this is a song that, that, that will help uh, those, those of you that are out there listening uh, to, to begin now to pray for all the logistics. Uh, when Bob was describing uh, what they were trying to coordinate, uh, we need to be praying right now that all of the satellites, all of the electronics, right. all of the timing will come together. Bob, we love you and appreciate you. We're yeah. going to be praying for you this week to yeah. week to come here. Thanks, well, Bob. That, that's a great encouragement to me. Yeah. All right, Michael Card in the studio. Heal our land. wrote for the National Day of Prayer. Michael, let's talk about prayer, but do hmm. so from the scriptures here. Yeah, and of course, the place we have to go is the is the prayer that Jesus taught us. Mm-hmm. And usually we look at uh, the longer uh, form for Jesus' prayer, but let's look at Luke 11 and uh, the short form. All right. Uh, I mean, this is a prayer that can be uh, prayed in a 
in a single breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and interesting to me, Wayne, here we are, the 11th chapter of Luke, and Luke, Luke Acts is so much about prayer. I mean, n- nothing happens uh, without prayer in Luke. Uh, Jesus, before he chooses the disciples, I mean, um, every time a major turning point comes in Luke, we see Jesus praying all night long. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that we haven't actually heard Jesus pray yet. And so this is our first chance to actually hear him pray. So the, the disciples say, Lord, teach us to pray. This. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, they've seen Jesus in prayer all right. night, you know, more than uh, once. And uh, and finally, the question comes, uh, teach us how. Well, why don't you read these, uh, what, 13 verses of Luke chapter 11. Now, this will sound a little different, perhaps, because you're reading from the New Living Translation. Yeah, this is a great translation. This is actually a translation that Dr. Lane worked on. So it's one of my favorites. Once when Jesus had been out praying, one of his disciples came to him as he finished and said, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said, this is how you should pray. Father, may your name be honored. May your kingdom come soon. Give us our food day by day and forgive us our sins just as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this illustration. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You would say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit. I have nothing for him to eat. He would call out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and we're all in bed. I can't help you this time. But I tell you this, though he won't do it as a friend, if you keep knocking long enough, He'll get up and give you what you want so his reputation won't be damaged. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will be given what you ask for. Keep on looking, and you'll find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And the door is opened to everyone who knocks. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. If you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Is it really that simple? Ask and you shall receive. Well, I mean, to Jesus, it is. I think uh, we we tangle it and and uh, and and cloudy the waters. Um, you know. We forget that he's talking about asking for the Holy Spirit. I mean, these these verses are used to justify all sorts of greedy asking. You know, prove God. You sure. know, to give you this sort of abundant life kind of business. Mm-hmm. And in that last verse, verse thirteen, how much more will your Father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit? You know, if if you'll just ask Him, because for Jesus, that's the best gift He's got to give. It's Himself, right? The Holy Spirit. And so, to uh, to twist that verse into money or position or prosperity is a, is a horrible thing to do to it. How about the prayer itself that Jesus said, this is how you should pray? Mm-hmm. Well, again, wonderful that it's, it's a prayer that you can uh, speak basically in one breath. Uh, Jesus uh, elsewhere says, you know, don't don't do these long prayers and uh, people who think they're going to be heard for their much speaking. Very simple prayer that can be prayed in 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 one breath, Father, and that's that's huge. That uh, Jesus comes uh, calling God uh, by the name Father, Abba, 
Um, That's and, access, isn't it? It is. And in and, and just a minute, he'll, uh, he'll tell a parable. His, really, his final argument is to show that God is readier than a human father to give us the things. And so it's in that attitude that Jesus comes, knowing that his father wants to give him mm-hmm. good things. I was just thinking about that same word, attitude, the mm-hmm. attitude that flows through this whole prayer. I mean, it's pretty impossible to turn this around and... You know, be selfish about it. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, in his confidence, in in his understanding of the Father's grace and that the Father wants to give good gifts. And uh, uh, Sarah Groves has this wonderful song, What I Should Have Asked For, or What I Thought I Wanted, Mm -hmm. and how we ask for things, but God gives us better things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Father, hallowed be your name. There's the Jewish regard for God's name. I mean, he's calling him Father, and yet it's it's not a, an intimacy so, that doesn't include yeah, honor and respect. And, Ab- mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hallowed be your name. And then your kingdom come. In Judaism, it was taught, he who, when he prays, does not pray for the coming of the kingdom, has not prayed at all. Mm. So Jesus includes this uh, this uh, uh, excitement about the coming of the kingdom of God. So your kingdom come. That places everything in context. It does. I mean, we're waiting uh, for that kingdom to come in fullness. Of course, it came to us in Jesus. He, His coming was the coming of the kingdom. Uh, give us each day our daily bread, uh, practical, just give me enough, uh, you know, for, for, what, for my daily needs, mm-hmm, right? Not, mm-hmm. not this extravagant business. Forgive us our sins. And then notice that he ties it. Uh, to our forgiveness, our readiness to forgive other people's sins. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. So forgiving and being forgiven are really two sides uh, of one coin. I think when you find yourself uh, incapable of forgiving someone, it's because you've lost sight of the fact that God has forgiven you, right? Jesus says of the woman, you know, he has been forgiven little, loves little. And, and the woman, you know, the, 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 the woman who was a sinner, she loves much because she realized she's been forgiven much. So forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. One of the last things Jesus will say to the disciples uh, in twenty two forty six is pray so that you will not fall into temptation. So I, I don't know about you, Wayne. I don't think I pray that enough. Yeah, you know, keep yeah. me from temptation. And you look all around at what's happening to people and realize that, you know, that's that's the great thing that could befall us as well. Yeah, and we live in a world that constantly at every hand, I mean, every commercial. <laughs> right. We're, we're yeah. unaware of how we're enticed. Yeah, we are in, We are saturated. We, we've we've grown accustomed to it, not realizing the damage it's probably done Absolutely. to our souls. Yeah. Absolutely. I realize this is the short version of the prayer here in Luke, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's so many things he could have said and could have prayed, mm-hmm. and yet he, he, he brings it down to these points. Mm-hmm. And that's so like Jesus, the simplicity of Jesus. I mean, the essence of his profundity, he is so profound, but the essence of it is this simplicity. And in so, you know, in, in basically two verses, two and a half verses, uh, he teaches them all that they need to know about prayer. And I think uh, it, it's refreshing. In fact, I was just in a service in, in Birmingham, large church, and I... Uh, I heard this 3,000 people pray the Lord's Prayer together, this simple prayer in the midst of pretty elaborate surroundings. Mm-hmm. And I almost you know, was brought to tears just mm-hmm. to hear the power of Jesus' prayer. So Jesus, you know, teach us how to pray. Never forget when you read the Lord's Prayer that this was his response to someone asking him, okay, now teach me. Yeah. Jesus, teach me how to pray. I see you praying all night long. And so uh, what a precious thing to have this prayer of Jesus. 
And then he uses the illustration mm-hmm. of the man coming asking for some bread. Right. Uh, what are what are the things that we should be learning from that illustration? Well, I I think that's persistence. I mean, uh, it's the it's the it's the the uh, the widow who can continually comes to the judge and that's asks true. and asks right. and asks. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that's a reflection on God's character it's at not, all. It's not wearing God down. No, because God he'll, he'll tell us later, you know, at the end of the, this section around verse uh, twelve and thirteen that. God is this Father who knows how to get, give good gifts. It's it's not the uh, He's not the unjust judge, and He's not the friend who's not willing to get out of bed. But the point is that you need to be persistent. And and Jesus, before He'll tell them this, He modeled it for them because we see Jesus again and again praying all night. Jesus is a person. I mean, who? I mean, the very you know uh, the the Son of God. I mean, the fullness of God in this man, and yet He's persistent in prayer. So how much more? Uh, do we? I don't know when the last time was I I prayed all night. I actually I do remember hmm. the last time I prayed all night was the night before I got married, <laughs> and a friend came and we prayed together all really? night. Oh, oh. That, that was twenty two years ago. So. <laughs> well, God has answered that prayer. He, he, he did. Look at the wife and family He's given you. I, I, he did answer that prayer, but I'm I'm sort of confessing that uh, <laughs> it's maybe been uh, too long a time before I've uh, gone to prayer uh, huh. like that. Huh. And then we come to verse nine. Which is, uh, I mean, just such a, yeah. it's so rich. Yeah. And it's so simple and so rich, as you said. Yeah, again, there's that simplicity. Ask. You know, you have not because you ask not. Ask, and it will be given. Knock, and the door will be open. Everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Now, uh, so, so Wayne, you want a new Jaguar? Just ask, <laughs> right? Uh, you and I have heard persistent. it preached that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Seek and you will find. But that you get to the end of the passage and you find out that what Jesus has been talking about all along, how, uh, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That's what Jesus has been talking about all along, hmm. asking that God would give us his Spirit. Because, again, that's the best thing Jesus has to give us himself. Any significance to the three ask, knock, and seek? Well, I think it's it's uh, maybe um, it's a, a very Hebrew way of, of of redundancy. I mean, that Hebrew poetry is okay. You know, let's let's say the same thing three or four or five I different see. ways. Interesting. All so right. ask, yeah, seek, yeah, knock, be persistent. Uh, don't don't give up, and uh, and you'll you'll find that you have a father who knows how to give good gifts. And uh, he, he perhaps won't give you what you ask for. In fact, my experience has yeah. been rarely does he give me what <laughs> yeah. I ask for. In retrospect, we realize how bad it would have been to have to, receive to, what abso- we ask yeah, for. Absolutely, yeah. to have received what we ask for. Yeah, mm-hmm. God knows how to give good gifts. And so he gives us what we should have asked for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what a wonderful reason for, for worshiping him and praising him. Mm-hmm. He's the God who gives me what I should have asked for. And he, ultimately, Jesus tells us he's the God who gives us himself. We would want things, and we would want comfort, and we would want the cancer to go away, and we would want the child to be healed. And those are all worthy things, don't get me wrong, to ask for. But uh, we have a God who miraculously, more miraculously, enters into those situations with us and gives us himself. Mm. And, uh, boy, praise him for being that sort of God. I I could have never imagined a God that would do that. 
So the Lord's Prayer, uh, it's okay to recite the Lord's Prayer as we have it in Scripture. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a funny word, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's... it's poor, uh, poor word to use it's there. It's preferable. It's the best. Yeah, I mean, it's the right. best thing we could do. Right. But also, it's a model for how to pray. Right. And, and it's, it's a pattern that we can never squeeze dry. You don't think, you know, I'm going to analyze, which is a horrible thing to do to the words of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to analyze the words of the Lord's Prayer and, and get this structure, and then I'll have mm-hmm. it. I've got it made. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. I'm now I'm going to move on. I've squeezed that dry. And that's just not what you do at all. You come back again and again and again to the Lord's Prayer. And because it's the living Word of God, you're, you're going to find something new there, something that's just for you every time. That, that's how the Bible is unique. No other book you know, has that, uh, that uh, quality to it. And so we never get to the bottom of the Lord's Prayer. Hmm. But in the minutes we have left, I, I do want to come back to this matter of of the Holy Spirit, because mm-hmm. this is key to this, isn't it? Uh, we talked to Henry Blackaby recently, mm-hmm. who talked about, you know, Jesus left so that the Holy Spirit could come, yeah. and how necessary it was for that to happen. Yeah, and Paul teaches us that the essence of prayer is this exchange uh, between us and the Father that's made possible by the Holy Spirit. I mean, the the vehicle, or uh, and in fact, when we don't know what to pray, we have the promise that the Holy Spirit will intercede for us. Uh, the Spirit of Jesus will intercede for us. And so uh, prayer and the Holy Spirit go uh, go together, don't they? I mean, they're, they're the hand in the glove. Well, this convicts me because, you know, how often do you, you know, you just sort of glide over that and forget that we have the Holy Spirit resident in us right. as an answer to our prayer. Yeah, and, and making a way for us to the Father. I mean, when, when, when you and I pray the words of this prayer, um, and it's it's the breath of the spirit that we're breathing, hmm. and and do you, do you, can you imagine God not responding uh, to the spirit of His Son, to the Holy Spirit, um, not responding to uh, the words that He gave us to pray? And so, ask, <laughs> seek, knock, and 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 make yourself ready for God to respond every time to give you His Spirit, to give you His presence. And that's the ultimate answer to all of our needs is the presence of Jesus. Wouldn't you like to know, did the disciples put this into yeah. into work? You know, yeah. You know, that's a good question. I don't know of any place in in uh, you know the, the the writings of the disciples where this prayer gets quoted again. But I I have to think they got it. Peter certainly got it because well, it's well, there in we, Mark. We have it because it impressed uh, absolutely. In this case, uh, Doctor Luke. Yeah, absolutely. And so and Luke certainly got it from uh, Peter or from one of Peter's disciples, perhaps from Mark or. Or one of the others, because we know Luke wasn't an eyewitness. He had to get this from someone else. So maybe that's the best answer we've got. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a prayer that they did eventually get mm-hmm. and use. And uh, and and I go back to that experience I had in Birmingham. What a powerful experience it was to hear thousands of people in one voice, hmm. you know, reciting the Lord's Prayer. Hmm. I'd encourage uh, our listeners pray the Lord's Prayer. Well, let's do so as we close our segment. If you would uh, just share that with us one more time. Yeah. And let's pray this Luke in form. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Amen. Thanks, Michael. We've come to the halfway point of this session. It's so encouraging to see the notes that come in from those who listen to these sessions across the states and around the globe. 
No matter where you hear us, help us get the word out about this gathering of like minds by sharing the link for this podcast. Stop by the Michael Card Music Facebook page and interact with other listeners, or reach us directly when you send your comments, song requests, or questions via email. Write to in the studio at michaelcard.com. Again, in the studio at michaelcard.com. These conversations are just the start, and we want to invite you to go deeper. Check out more of Michael's insights through his books and music. His latest book is titled The Nazarene, and it goes along with the teaching we're hearing from Michael in the life of Jesus. Explore all that's waiting for you at michaelcard.com. Well, there's more music and conversation coming your way as we pause for this message here in the studio with Michael Card. This month, we're excited to point you to a study tool that is a little different. It's the Christian Standard Commentary Series. You'll find the work of many noted scholars who offer their researched insights balanced with real-world applications. Search for the Christian Standard Commentary at csbible.com and explore the various Bible books that are now available in this series for your enriched personal study. Many fine Bible scholars have contributed their examination and analysis of the Bible, and now you can benefit from their years of study. There are many books in this series to choose from. This could be a great opportunity for you to jump into a more focused approach to learning the meaning behind the scriptures. When you purchase this powerful discipleship tool, type CARD40 without spaces in the promotion code to receive your 40% discount from LifeWay. Search for The Christian Standard Commentary now at csbible.com. I hope you take the next step in serious Bible study. Our theme here in the studio this week with Michael Card is prayer. And so this half of the program, we're going to spend some time together in prayer, Michael, with some friends and brothers. We have some of the brothers from the empty hands, and we've been praying together for some years now. So it's... It's good to be with you guys. About nine years. Glad to be here. That's Pastor Denny Denson. Denny, welcome back. And Steve Green, welcome back in the studio. Good to be here. We uh, love spending time with you guys, and we're really looking forward to a time of prayer here together. Um, We've chosen, Michael, to center our prayers really uh, through a song, Mm -hmm. a song that probably is the one that I, you know, grew tired of as a child because it was sung so often and over and over again. I just heard the story behind Just As I Am this past week, written by Charlotte Elliott, whose brother was a pastor, Mm -hmm. a preacher, who said that his sister said more in these few verses than he said in a lifetime of sermons. Wow, 1836. Yeah. It's an old song. So just as I am, Steve and Denny are going to pray with us, but we need to hear a verse of the song. Michael, if you'd like to get us started here with Just As I Am. For me, and that thou bid 
Christ may come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Our Father and our God, we so humbly come before you again today, thanking you, Master, again for another day on this side of eternity. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, mm. who shed his blood, that we might have a right to the tree of life. Mm. We also thank you, O God, that when the call went out to those who was labored and heavy laden, that they could find rest in you. Master, we are so grateful that you gave us an ear to hear. So, Lord, just as we are, we come today thanking you and praising you, lifting and magnifying your holy name, because truly you are worthy to be praised. Mm -hmm. So it is in the name of Jesus that we do come. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Lord, I want to just um, confess mm -hmm. that many times my prayers have been uttered from a prayerless heart, mm -hmm. and my praises have often been a praiseless sound that my best service is just filthy rags. Mm. But though my sins rise to the heavens, your merits soar even higher. Mm. And though my unrighteousness weighs me down, your righteousness exalts me to your throne. Lord, I thank you that though we are guilty, we're pardoned. Though lost, we're saved. Though wandering, we're found. Though sinning, cleansed. Thank you, Lord, for the cross mm. and all the significance of that. Thank you, Jesus, for rescuing us. Thank you for the privilege that in this life, prayer is our very breath and language. Mm. And someday, there'll be no more need for it. We'll mm. see you face to face mm. and just um, praise. But till then, Lord, uh, you've given us this high and holy privilege of calling on you and you've promised that you alone are the God who hears and answers every request. Just as I am and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blood to thee whose blood just invite each of you to just pray conversationally around the circle here as we think of that verse of just as I am. Michael? Lord Jesus, I, I, I thank you for, um, for ridding my soul of the darkness mm -hmm. of sin, for that ongoing commitment that you have to me, uh, so much more committed to me than I ever could be to you, uh, to cleansing me and to uh, to preparing me uh, to be able to stand before your throne, mm -hmm. cleansed and and white robed mm -hmm. and and forgiven, mm -hmm. um, Lord Jesus, thank you. Lord, I thank you that you called me out of darkness into mm -hmm. the marvelous light. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you that you have forgiven me for all of my sins and mm -hmm. transgressions against thine holy word, realizing, Lord, that I was not worthy 
but it's through your son, Jesus Christ, that I've become, I have become worthy. Mm. And Lord, I thank you today. I praise you and lift and magnify your holy name. Because, Master, I realize that it, without your son's blood, without you calling me out of darkness into the marvelous light, Lord, I, I had nowhere to go. Mm. But, Lord, I'm so grateful that you were standing with your arms wide open, saying, Come unto me, all you that are labored and are heavy laden, and I could find rest in you. Mm. So, Lord, I thank you. I praise you, I lift and magnify your name because truly you're worthy to be praised. Mm -hmm. And Lord, mm -hmm. our human tendency is to wait, mm -hmm. uh, to linger, um, because we're just uh, so aware of the mountain of our sin mm -hmm. and we'd like to somehow fix it so that mm -hmm. we can come before you. Mm -hmm. But Lord, your invitation is just as we are. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Lord, thank you again for issuing that to me today, uh, mm. to come just as I am mm. before you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blood that has made a way mm -mm. so that now, Lord, we are without blemish and free from accusation before you. Thank you, Lord, for the gospel that it's true. Father, we're so grateful that you've rid us of this dark blot of sin by through your blood, making it possible for us to be free of that. Father, thank you. We can never thank you enough for that in Christ's name. Before we go to the third verse, so this 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 is such a personal song, isn't it? Mm. I mean, are you all struck by that? Mm. I mean, it just it's it's written. Um, mm. It's it's our theme song, really. But also thinking of the dark blot of sin, Denny. Mm. Uh, you think about the the dark sin of the collective sin, you know of racial injustice and the you know whenever we get together we often talk about the persecuted church and yes. i just wonder if we can pray about some of these things as well here today sure father we do come in the name of jesus and lord we are so grateful that those of us who sit around the microphone today have been reconciled to you mm -hmm. therefore we are reconciled to each other but master we come now lifting up your church hmm. master in the name of jesus mm -hmm. Lord, we are a long ways from being what you've called us to be mm -hmm. because we've, be, we've yet to be reconciled with, e with each other. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we pray for a revival within the church. Mm -hmm. Lord, that the denominationals and racial wars will be torn down, mm -hmm. that we can all be one in you. Because, Master, you shed your blood for all of us. Mm -hmm. So, Master, we just ask that a revival will come in the midst of the church, that we can be an, an example to the world that men can live in unity if they're in Christ. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we ask now in the name of Jesus, send a revival, and, Master, let it start with me. Master, we just pray for the church. We pray for a revival for the church. And, Lord, we lift up all of our sisters and brothers, Master, with, uh, with racial prejudices and denominational uh, differences in their hearts, Master. Help us to understand that you died for all of us and that your kingdom will be be filled with people from all nations and all tongues. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we ask for a revival now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, Lord, with the Apostle Paul, who stated uh, that he knelt before you, mm -hmm. uh, from whom um, the whole family in heaven and earth derives its name, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen the church yes. with power mm -hmm. through his Spirit, so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And I pray that being rooted and established in love, that we may have power together with all the saints 
to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled to the full measure of the fullness of God. Verse 3 of Just As I Am. Just as I am, though tossed about with many a conflict, many a doubt, Mm. fightings and fears within, without, Mm. O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Mm. Would one of you want to sing that verse here? Verse 3. Steve? Sure. Just as I am, though tossed about with many a conflict, many a doubt, fightings and fears within, without, O Lamb of God, I come. Lord, we realize that this world offers us a lot of conflict, a lot of battles, but Master, we're so grateful that you have said to us in your word to be strong in you in the power of your might Mm -hmm. and to be dressed with the whole arm of God. Master, because sometimes we don't know which way to turn, what to do, but Lord, we're so grateful for your word that assures us through your word that you will be with us always, even until the end. Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus, I come confessing uh, my many doubts. Uh, I can't, I have no excuse, but I still, I doubt. And, and, um, and within me, um, there are conflicts. Uh, what I want to do, I can't do. And the thing that I don't want to do those are the things that I am most tempted to do. And so I have no place else to come mm-hmm. but to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, have, I have no place else to, to give my, my fear and my, and my anger mm-hmm. and my hate. And so I bring even these uh, to you because you've bid me to come and, mm-hmm. and lay it all before your throne all I have to give are these faults and these frailties and along with my heart I give these to you in Jesus name and Lord I think of the uh, dear brothers and sisters who are listening uh, to us and joining us in in this prayer Mm -hmm. time Um, those Lord who right now are struggling with fear Mm -hmm. Um, possibly, Lord, just um, fear of their own frailty. Um, after recently uh, watching my own dad uh, pass away, um, Lord, I know that there's within each of us this fear of uh, growing older and mm-hmm. losing control, mm-hmm. of becoming insignificant, mm-hmm. uh, of all the weaknesses that happen to these decaying bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, there are some that are struggling with the fear of man, uh, so fearful of what everyone thinks about us, mm-hmm. Lord, because of our deep-rooted insecurities. There are some, Lord, who are fearful of provision. Um, is Will there be enough to sustain us? 
Um, will we be able to work in some gainful employment? And Lord, there's fears on every side. We come to you, Lord, because you are the one who has conquered fear. Because of your resurrection from the dead, Lord, uh, you have um, taken the sting out of death. You have undone the power of sin. And Lord, you have given us vast and glorious promises that are all yes and amen in Christ. So Lord, this day, drive away the fear uh, from those who are tormented by it. And grant us, Lord, faith to cast our eyes again upon you. I'd like to read from Romans chapter 3 and then ask you men to pray in response to what you hear from God's word. Paul says, For all have sinned, all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet now God in his gracious kindness declares us not guilty. He has done this through Christ Jesus, who has freed us by taking away our sins. For God sent Jesus to take the punishment for our sins and to satisfy God's anger against us. We are made right with God when we believe that Jesus shed his blood, sacrificing his life for us. God was being entirely fair and just when he did not punish those who sinned in former times. And he is entirely fair and just in this present time when he declares sinners to be right in his sight because they believe in Jesus. Can we boast then? that we have done anything to be accepted by God? No, because our acquittal is not based on our good deeds. It is based on our faith. So we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. Mm-hmm. Father, I do thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Lord, I thank you for receiving me just as I was, mm-hmm. a wretched, undone. But Master, because of the gift, that you gave to the world through your son, Jesus Christ, through his shed blood. Lord, you have given me hope. You have given me a desire to live. So, Lord, I come to you now, Master, in the name of Jesus, just thanking you and praising, lifting and magnifying your holy name. Thank you, O God, for creating me in me a clean heart and renewing the right spirit within me. Thank you, O God, in the name of Jesus, for adopting me into your family. Lord, I just praise and lift and magnify your name. And Lord, because of that, I can sit and pray with men of God, and I thank you for them. I thank you for their lives, O God. And Master, there might be someone that's listening to us today that might have been at, that might be at the same place I might have been at one time, not believing in you. But Master, I pray that your Holy Spirit will move on the altars of their hearts now, that they will come to you realizing that you will accept them just as they are and that they can be cleansed by the blood of the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, I come today thanking you for salvation. Thank you for your gift. Most of all, Master, for thanking you for being God. Amen. One of my favorite prayer books is The Valley of Vision. And, Denny, your prayer made me think of this one. Um, Just realizing again that it's Jesus, Jesus only. We have no access to the Father except through Jesus. And here's a prayer. Um, God of all grace, mm. you have given me a Savior. Yes. Mm. Produce in me faith to live by him, mm. to make him all my desire, all my hope, all mm. my glory. May I enter him as my refuge, build on him as my foundation, mm. walk in him as my way, 
follow him as my guide, conform to him as my example, receive his instructions as my prophet, rely on his intercession as my priest, and obey Mm -hmm. him as my king. May I never be ashamed of him or his words, but joyfully bear his reproach. Hallelujah. Never count it a glory if I take it patiently when buffeted for a fault. Mm -hmm. Never make the multitude my model. Never delay when the word invites me to advance. Praise Hmm. God. Thank you, Lord. Just as I am, thou wilt receive, will welcome, pardon, cleanse, relief. Because thy promise I believe, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Let's thank him for making a way for our salvation. Thank you for your call, Lord Jesus. We didn't come first, you called. We didn't love first, you loved. Mm. And for that call that makes everything possible, we thank you Mm. for extending yourself to wretches like us, Mm. to uh, men and women who, um, whose righteousness is filthy rags. Mm. You, you extend your pure gift of your own heart and your own self, your spirit. We thank you. Lord, it's beyond human understanding how one would reach out to wretches undone. But Lord, we're so grateful that you are that kind of God, that while we were yet sinners, your son died for us, that we might have a right to the tree of life. So Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we lift your name. Lord, we glorify and magnify you now because of who you are in the name of Jesus. Whenever we meet in the studio and we spend time in prayer, it seems like always God brings the matter of the persecuted church in front of this group. And Denny, I know you just had an encounter with a with a brother today, right? Yes, uh, a brother from Nigeria. He was at the Empty Hands Fellowship uh, gathering with us this morning. And as he was talking about how uh, the church in Nigeria uh, was being uh, persecuted by the Muslims and and yet the Christians are 40, 55% of the population and how the majority of them were uh, being oppressed. But yet the joy that he had, uh, the exuberant that he had, he says, I know God is moving. And I'm sitting there and his testimony broke me. Mm-hmm. For, for someone to be in that predicament and that situation but yet his eyes were lit up for the mm-hmm. Lord. I mean, you could feel the fire in That's his great. belly. Mm-hmm. That encounter is so fresh in your mind. Yes. Can we pray for him and therefore pray for the persecuted yes, church? Yes, we can. Yeah. Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Father, I, I come before you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the brother that you brought all the way from Nigeria mm-hmm. uh, to just speak to my heart. I, I thank you for him. I thank you for his fire that he had for you, O oh God. I thank you, Master, that he, he his faith in you, that he know in the midst of all the persecutions that you are doing something. So, Lord, I bring him to the altar now, Lord, asking you to just strengthen him. Mm-hmm. Lord, asking to ask you to give him a fresh anointing of your power. Lord, be a protective hedge around him. Mm-hmm. 
like the wall around Jerusalem. Lord, cover him with your blood. Keep the evil one away from him, O God, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then, Lord, I lift up his family. I lift up his congregation. Master, I lift up that country. Master, I lift up those uh, Christians uh, in in Nigeria that are suffering for the cross. Mm -hmm. Lord, we know that you're able, and Lord, we pray that you'll just, uh, Master, give them the desire to stand in the midst of persecution, Lord, because you've promised them that you will never leave them nor forsake them. So, Lord, we ask now that you'll bless them only as you're able to bless, strengthen only as you're able to strengthen, and keep only as you're able yes. to keep. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, in my hymn book, there's one fifth and final verse to Just As I Am. Steve, your idea of how we should conclude our time of prayer together here. Well, let's just sing it together. Yeah, here's a note. Just as I am, thy love unknown has broken every barrier down. Now to be thy, yea, thine alone, O Lamb. powerful and moving time of prayer as we've come to the end of this classic session in the studio with Michael Card. If the Lord has used this hour to inspire you, please take a moment and pass along your comments, share the link with a friend, or post a review of this podcast. You can email your reactions when you write in the studio at michaelcard.com. And we look forward to reading your email. Again, in the studio at michaelcard.com. Or interact with other listeners when you post on the Michael Card Music Facebook page. We're excited about the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible when you visit csbible.com. Find an edition of this new translation that fits your needs. Our hope is that you will read and seek to understand the Bible through your own study. This month, we're highlighting a wonderful companion resource that can aid you as you go deeper in the Scriptures. When you visit csbible.com, search for The Christian Standard Commentary. This series of books will provide you helpful and scholarly insights into God's Word. Come explore the Bible books that interest you and see the new editions that are available. When you order, use the promotion code CARD40, typed with no spaces, to receive your 40% discount on CSB purchases through LifeWay. The Christian Standard Commentary at csbible.com. We hope you'll join us for next week's podcast release. For all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Mansfield, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. We're glad you've been with us for this edition of In the Studio with Michael Card.